Hello everybody and welcome to The Organist on Cause. Now following the positive feedback from the last Spotlight show we did with Chris McPhee, I thought we'd do another one. But before the chat, let's hear a track from the artist in question. More about him in a bit, but here is the wonderful march Liberty Bell. one of the gentlemen in the theatre organ world who has established himself as one of the most popular entertainers not only in this country but in America, Australia, New Zealand, the Netherlands and uh, continues after more than 40 years to uh, play to such a high standard. So I'm sat here with the Master Robert Wolfe. Hello Robert. Hello, good afternoon Damon. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me. It's a pleasure. Um, obviously your background at Firstford has been well documented and about how you started there but I'm very interested in about the story at Blackpool. Obviously you went there straight from school with no qualifications. Tell me how did that all come about? Um, well, I started playing the organ when I was about 11 and a half, uh, coming on to 12 years, when my parents bought me a Bon Tempe, a little keyboard from Woolworths for a Christmas present. Mm -hmm. I took to it rather quickly and then progressed to a Yamaha uh, two keyboard and pedal instrument. And I found myself playing in clubs and pubs around Bedfordshire, where I come from, when I was about 14. Mm -hmm. 
15, I went to Blackpool on holiday with my mum and dad. I uh, saw the world, it's, uh, fell in love with it. Yeah. Asked if there's any chance that I could have a play and they very kindly let me have a play uh, early one morning mm-hmm. and suggested that I come back for an audition, uh, which I did. And I went to the Opera House and I was auditioned there by Phil Kelso, mm-hmm. as it happens, and the manager of the time. And they auditioned me and said they thought I would be perfect to be part of the team. was These Foolish Things, taken from Robert's first ever commercial recording on the Opera House Blackpool Wurlitzer. Now back to the little chat. Much to the distress of my teachers at my school, because <laughs> uh, I did rather well at school, but yeah. um, I decided not to take any exams, and I decided to go to Blackpool. So I left school. I was one of the only boys in my class that left school, yeah. and I just went into digs in Blackpool when I was 16, and went straight into the job playing the Wurlitzer and the Hammond, at the Tower Ballroom, as I was only 16 at the mm-hmm. time. Um, quite an experience in many ways. I don't think I was really ready enough to, uh, to do it at that age. I was going to say playing in clubs age 14 must have been quite a, an eye-opening experience in some cases. Um, well, that was a learning curve as well. Yes. So I think it started pretty young. And um, all of a sudden, I was sort of on my own in Blackpool at 16, mm-hmm. but fell in love so much with the Tower Ballroom. And uh, every set, between every session that I played, I spent most of my days in the Tower Ballroom listening to the other organists and then got to know all the regulars that come there to dance and just to listen to the music. And uh, I just fell in love with the place and it was fantastic. 
uh, through playing at Blackpool. I got the opportunity then uh, to get invites to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And as it turned out later on, invites to America, Canada, and uh, as you say, eventually Australia and New Zealand. was The Continental, recorded by Robert on the Orion Centre Sydney Wurlitzer, a fine example of a Wurlitzer. Now, I asked Robert how he came to get the job at Firstford. The Cushing family visited uh, the Blackpool Tower Mm -hmm. and heard me playing and said that I like to play at Firstford. And I did one or two private events at Firstford, fashion shows and dinner Mm -hmm. parties. And then they suggested I become their resident organist when I was 19. Uh, So I decided to leave the tower was that a tough decision? Um, a very tough decision, but I was part of a team at Blackpool, yeah. which I loved, but I thought the only way I was going to move on was to begin my own position mm-hmm. as like principal organist, yes. yeah. and the opportunity was uh, such a big one, and I thought, well, I'm going to go for it, because I'm still young and could do it. Um, so then I moved to Norfolk, once again, at quite an early age, and actually lived in a caravan for the first year because I couldn't drive. Yeah. And just used to walk to Thurston to do my shifts mm-hmm. and uh, fell in love with it there too. But uh, felt quite lonely and isolated mm-hmm. being in the middle of Norfolk, yeah. in the middle of yeah. nowhere, after being in Blackpool for three years was quite a shock to the system. But, um, you know, through that, I got the invites to do the concerts around the country and abroad. So it sort of fared well for me. So it's worked well. In that way, and obviously being at Firstwood, how long have you been at Firstwood now? Um, this year will be my 44th season, 
Uh, so being at Blackpool previous to that for three years, that's 47 years I've been doing it now uh, professionally and uh, doing the concerts around the country in the winter as well.
something stupid, temptation, and El Combanchero, three Latin tunes played by Robert Wolfe, taken from his second LP recorded on the Firstford Wurlitzer. So we must talk about change. I mean, Firstford must have changed a great deal in your time there. I mean, looking at some of the early photos of their Christmas carol concerts as they were in the early days to what they do now, and the museum has grown. Yeah, it's changed dramatically. I mean, the Christmas shows have gone bigger and bigger. Um, sadly, the summer season has declined, and whereas I used to play seven days a week uh, for seven months, three shows a day, uh, the audiences are no longer there to that same degree, and the interest isn't there quite the same. Whereas Christmas is a different ball game, yeah, yeah. so they get a different audience altogether. Um, so I do less days now. I just do four days a week for nearly six months. Uh, just two shows a day, but I'm lucky that I'm still in the position to play there. Mm-hmm. And it is a fantastic instrument and um, a terrific venue as well. So I've been very lucky to have that opportunity to be kept on there for 44 yes. years. And I suppose now, after 44 years, you must be a little bit grateful for a few extra days off in the week. Um, yes, I am. It's sort of <laughs> semi-retirement for yes. me now, so yeah. I think of it as semi-retirement. So I do four days a week, which I love. So I enjoy going out there to play, and I just I only play for an hour a day, so I love that. It gets me away from home and just occupies your mind with music, mm-hmm. which has always been one of the biggest parts of my life. So I do still appreciate that and, and love every minute of it. But so now I get a bit more time off. Yes. And I don't travel to the degree that I used to mm-hmm. in the winter months. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've cut that bit back as well. So no overseas concerts on um, the horizon? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, I had the opportunity to go back to Holland mm-hmm. and also to America. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the days I used to go over to America, the audiences were big. Yes. And you'd play up to 2,000 people yeah. in the theatre. And I won't name any venues, but some of them now like drop to three or 400. Yeah. And it isn't quite the same as it used to be. So I like to sort of remember the good days. Yeah, yeah. I remember the happy days I, you know, when I loved it so much. And I think it's just best to sort of keep their memories. Yes. And, uh, you know, and I'll never forget it. So, so I've cut it back a bit now. And as you get older, you don't want to travel as much. Yeah. And I'm quite content being at home. Uh, but coming down here to the Troxy today mm-hmm. is only two hours away. Yeah. And it's an absolute joy to see yourself, mm-hmm. to see lots of my friends and to play such a wonderful instrument. Well, let's travel over to America now to remind ourselves of some of those excellent concerts. Robert made three cassettes on the Auditorium Theatre Rochester and its form annual 22-ranked Wurlitzer, the first in 1983. And here from that cassette is the black and white rag. Thank you. 
and uh, first of all, any any changes to do any any plans to change the instrument, or is it still gonna stay as it is? Um, they're gonna keep the organ original, yeah. So that that maintains, but uh, they've recently added a new sound system, which, okay. which they need at Christmas, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, quite a big sound system, and the organ's being put through that as well, just to enhance it a little bit, because mm-hmm. it's such a big venue now. So um, I wish to see what that sounds like this summer when I go back. Fingers crossed it's good. Um, I've heard it's very good, so, yeah. And obviously, uh, having had such a long career, you will have seen change, not just at Firstford, but in various venues. Venues have come and go, people have come and go. Are you worried about the future? I mean, not just for yourself, but, the you know, the genre in general? Um, it's very sad, the decline in the audience, but it's natural progression, mm. I think, you know, because people get older, you know, hard as any... As you say, 14 when I started playing yeah. in pubs and clubs, and now I'm 62, and the audiences, a lot of the audiences used to come and see me play, are, are no longer sadly here. Um, since COVID as well, a lot of people that used to I used to see mm-hmm. um, no longer see, and I think people have changed their ways and uh, things that they want to do, and a lot of people are quite content to stay at home and not travel as much. So sadly, you know, the concert audiences yeah. have gone down, um, but I just hope that I can maintain and keep well enough to play. Uh, as long as possible, and Thurston would have always said they will keep me on uh, t- as long as I want to. Yeah. So, oh, so good, touch, good. touch wood, I shall keep going for a few more years. <laughs> we won't see an advert anywhere saying organist wanted. <laughs> um, I hope not. I hope not, David. No. And 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 your your recordings as well. You've made so many recordings over the years um, in America, Australia, and um, uh, Blackpool as well on the Opera House and. The tower organ and the tower, yes, yes. Any particular favourites out of all of those? I mean, um, they must all roll into one after a while. It rolls into one. It was a pleasure to go back to the tower, yes, um, at Blackpool, mm-hmm. and make a CD there, which um, is still one of my favourite ones. I often play that, mm-hmm. and it just reminds me of the happy days that I spent playing there myself. And it was great to have the opportunity to record it.
but you know, it's always a joy to record and, and play, and people buy the CDs. Mm-hmm. Well, they used to in yes, the day. Yeah. Sadly, then that has declined as well, and we no longer sell many CDs. So, uh, you know, that's something of the past, really, for myself. Yes, but there's obviously plenty of material of you on YouTube. Oh, there's lots on YouTube. Yes, yes. So we won't be without listening or watching you as well. Yeah. Um, and, and lots of records and CDs to buy on eBay. So yes. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> that's the general trend. Well stocked. I've got every single one apart from one of the American ones, so I'll still hunt that down. Okay. Um, but uh, we'll get there. I've got we'll copies there. of most of them, okay. so yeah, just keep in touch with me and I'll, I'll let you know if I've got a copy. Lovely. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to chat. Um, and that obviously there'll be some... Uh, music uh, as well coming up now but uh, long may you and your high standard and energy play I don't know how you have the energy to play as you do oh, <laughs> still it still um, really enthralls me and uh, feet tapping heartstrings tugged oh, bless you thank you very much indeed thank you lovely that's most kind thank you Damon
Three Cole Porter tunes, My Heart Belongs to Daddy, Let's Do It, Let's Fall in Love and Let's Misbehave, all played by our spotlight artist today, Robert Wolfe. Thank you very much for tuning in and we hope to see you next Thursday at 8pm where John Leeming is at the microphone with a random-ish selection of 78 RPM records. So bye for now. Mm-hmm.